говорить плохо. Ты так говоришь. Ну, и ты хочешь, да? Ну, и ты
So I got asked by, um, I got asked to start freelancing for two publications in the last ten days, and the first one was the Sydney Morning Herald. Nice. Um, she said, "Pitch me." I don't even know what that means. So I just wrote her an article, and she wrote back and said, oh, "Love it. I'm taking it because you can actually then send it on to other artists if yes, they don't course. want it. You yes. can send it out to other people." Anyway, so that's gone gangbusters. That was about. Suck on that, Kim. That was about layering when you cannot dress, when you can't self-regulate your temperature anymore, which is women in your mid-40s to your mid-50s and beyond, you know that you can no longer self-regulate your temperature. So Woods' answer to that is to put lots of layers on. And then when you're just like a furnace, take them all off. My policy is just don't wear all the layers. Just wear one layer and just... But I'm a coldie. You know I'm a coldie. You've come into my house tonight and you said, oh, it's a bit toasty in here. True. Yeah. I'm a coldie, but I can change like that. I can change like that. So that was terrific. And that actually caught the eye of a certain James Valentine at the oh. ABC. So, you know, my oh. brief stint as a producer at the ABC last year, listen to us, we are insufferable. <laughs> uh, he is just the best value. You what know you what? hear we're on not, the radio, you not, get in real life. We're not insufferable. We are just two normal women doing the things that everyone else does, and we just. Think it's awesome. Like, think it's and then awesome. We're, just, we're just really loud about and it. And you know, I spent so many years saying no to all of these things, and we decided this year we're going to say yes to everything. So, and, and look at that. In one week, you covered print, radio, and television. And we did actually get to the Like I to Buttrose. <laughs> we got to the weekend, and Word sent me a text going, Are we podcasting this weekend? And I was just like, no, let's have a break because it was school holidays. So it's like we could claim it as like school holidays. And she was like, oh, thank God. I'm sick of the sight of myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I was on James Valentine for half an hour on Friday. Half an hour. That I is... had to have a little nip of um, whiskey before I went on because I, get, I still get nervous. I still get you nervous. You know that's a slippery slope. And then my mum rings me and she's driving out to whoop, whoop out near Bathurst. And she goes, oh, and I was yelling out the car to all the cows. That's my daughter on the radio. Oh. Wow, she's finally proud of you. <laughs> no, she's always been proud of me. Always. Just she when has. it's on a, a public platform, yes. it's a little bit don't more. You think, don't you think your parents, like, I mean, your parents have that, that baseline of just always being proud of you because they're, you're their child. But then as soon as you do something in that public sphere, suddenly it's a whole other world. Like, mum takes my magazine, like, for the food and beverage manufacturing and supply <laughs> chain industry. So, it, like, mum takes She takes it, it to bridge? She takes it to bridge. <laughs> Look what my daughter like, did. They'll love that, that. They'll love that piece there about that, you know, fryer that can fry chips and something else all at the same time. <laughs> oh, look, we'll be the same. We'll be the same. Oh, my God. I'm like that already. Well, sorry. My, my son just look, casually just... mentioned today he's off to play state rep for the Signal Sydney Bears, which is some, like, hideously brutal gala day out at Penrith. I don't know. I just give it up. I don't care anymore. Just overachieving kids. Just want Meanwhile, normal ones. I just want normal, boring ones. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm thrilled that mine that, that sort of <laughs> exited university stage left in rather unglamorous circumstances is going back. Yay. It's going back next week. So young all to make. All of his own volition. So young to make all that of was, these life Let decisions. me tell you, that was hard. You so know, when you see them making questionable decisions. For our new listeners, we are, I'm married. I have two sons, Kim. Is um, I'm loved up, baby. Divorced but loved up. She's got four sons, so we do sons. Well, we talk a lot about farts and smells. Yes, and 
But we got. Yeah, I wanted to talk about yeah, my stinky yeah, vagina today. No, no, no. Jesus, Kim. Jesus, introduce them gently. Um, and of course we got uh, oh. Kim. You've got to tell a story. So, last Tuesday, was it last Tuesday? Yes, it was last Tuesday, and then it aired on when did it air? Tuesday. Tuesday. So a week later, um, three uh, guys arrived at my house that with gorgeous lighting up the wazoo and uh, lots of you know little microphones that they hit on our on our bodies bosoms. Yes, I'm like, I'm wearing leggings, they're not stockings. You can like lift up my dress if you need to hook it onto something. And he went, Oh, good. And he just did. Oh, I was like, yeah. Oh, hello. They do all of the people. All of them. You know, yes. they've seen, they're like a genie. Anyway, and so they were like, they were just lovely. And they came in and they're like, Do you handsome. mind if we, they were handsome, do you mind if we move stuff around? And I went, D- Just survey the house. Does it look like anything here matters if you move it around? I, I was a little surprised when my dining table ended up in the living room. That was, that was a little unexpected. And then they said to me, it's so great that you have things and stuff. I know. And this was really interesting. And because... I was like, Are you, is this just a nice way of saying my house is messy? And he said, no, you have things like plants and photos and, and shit. And, and shit. <laughs> And he said, so... Because they said that sometimes they go in and film, like, Delta Goodren's house and stuff. And, <laughs> they and did not say Delta Goodren. Well, you know, people like that who are actual celebrities, and yeah. they go in and there's, like, nothing to work with because yes. it's, like, it's like an it's Adina so, apartment. It's so, it's so minimalistic that there's just nothing. So when they film them, it so looks some like sort they're of a cell. exotic feline curled up on some sort oh. of cashmere rug. Oh, some sort of tonal throw. <laughs> So they moved all my plants. They put blackout stuff up on the window. It was so much fun. It was fun. And then Georgie walked in and I became, oh, my God, she's so pretty. There's a photo of the three of us. So we tried to do a selfie. And I just, we just, I don't know, we were just a bit starstruck and we couldn't get the angle and it was all wrong. And so then the producer sort of went, I'll do it, I'll do it. And she took these photos of us. And can I just say, Woogs and I now have a rule that if we meet anyone remotely famous, we will always be in charge of the selfie. Because I look... It looked like someone had shoved a pipe up my ass and then pumped it. (laughs) Pumped it until my skin could not hold anymore. Woogs just had some sort of smile like the joker on her face. She looked like a maniac. And then on the (laughs) other side is me with my eyelids sort of drooping in this weird goofy smile who looks like a complete stoner. It's just like I'm off my tits. She's It's just... It's terrible. And in the middle oh, this is this Glamatron. Beacon, who knows how to work her angles, let me just say. <laughs> and yes, for those who are interested, she did eat the brownies. She ate my brownies. And she swore. She had a cup of tea. She swore. She swore. And when she arrived, we said, how are you going? And what'd she say? Fucking awful. <laughs> and we just went, welcome. You, you are our people. We're going to get on just fine. So that is up on the Hot Flush webpage, uh, Facebook page, if mm. you haven't already seen it. And I think a good, a, a lovely thing to pass on from the experience was that there she is, you know. 49. 49. She looks amazing. Like, far out. Amazing. Um, and no, like, she's just tall. She's smart. Smart. Really smart. smart. And honestly, I don't know but, how she does that job. She gets up at 3 a.m. every yeah. morning. But I think one of the things that was, you know, it's that it ties into that whole misery loves company. Like the fact is here she is like in this Uber job with this profile and this public persona and 
But she's still a 49-year-old woman going, going through, through what exactly we're going through. Exactly what all of us are going through. You know, and she was very candid and open and honest. And um, she's talking about what her girlfriends are going yeah, through. Yeah, she said that's all we talk about. That's all they talk it's about. Like, well, that's all we talk about with our friends too. You know, and, you know Kim and I often talk to her in the week and it's like, where's your head at, dude? Yeah, not good. Or, yeah, no, I'm okay. Yeah. You know, and it can change day to day. It really can. Yeah, it really can. <laughs> it really can. Like, I just, I'm not liking my husband at the moment. Oh. And he's lovely. Listen, listen, flushes. Oh. Mr. Woogs tonight was like, I'm on the outer with the wife. I'm trying really hard. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I mean, do you saw what he gave me for my birthday? He gave her... Like a proper... Hugh Evans. A, a Hugh Evans, like a proper grown-up adult artwork. Beautiful. Um, and he bought us a bottle of French champagne, and for some reason he's just annoying me. For no reason at all. Mm. So I really need to pull myself up and Have you guys had sex lately? Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say... No, 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 no. I think that, that you need to be doing that, even though a lot of us are suffering from smelly or papery vaginas, apparently. <laughs> Um, I don't know whether I'm ready to I talk did. about like, I said that. To, I said to Rob this morning that I thought my vagina smelled weird. And he was just like, it just smells like you've been fucked. I was <gasps> like, oh, okay. Jesus, Kim. But I don't think it does. I don't have time to go to the doctor. And I don't have the inclination to have a smell. Well, no, I'm not putting you down there. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> Thank you. That's probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me out of our 25 years of friendship. <laughs> Come and smell my stinky minge. No. <laughs> no. Um, I've just got to work out what it is that's annoying me. I think yeah. because, you know, he has had three months of, as you said, eating like a monk. And yes. now he's back on, like, I saw him have a glass of red wine tonight and so some chocolate. We So, yeah, I got here. So, Mr. Woog sets the example all of us are meant to follow. Hmm. Interesting exercise regime like doesn't just you know do the same thing over and over like yeah. he goes and does adventurous things and yes. you know blah blah he eats the most healthy diet incredibly restrictive but healthy so you've got nothing and in then, common that's the problem and then tonight i come in and he's got a flagon of whiskey and some chocolate <laughs> and now he's onto the wine and what and then he was eating something else oh there was a biscuit he offered oscar a biscuit and that biscuit's got sugar in it and, and i'm just going what's happening and he goes I just gotta, just gotta have a bit of a break. <laughs> See, but this should be peak time that I'm liking him. Yeah, because he's come back into the fold. Mm. So I don't think it's him. I think it's maybe, me. Well, maybe you're worried about him. No, I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> you lie. No, I do love him. He knows I love him. But you know, sometimes, and you're not because you're in the early throes of juvenile dry humping. But when you've been married for a long time, which you have been in the past, yes. before you, yes, were. Loved up. Left by your... Oh, yes, until the family realignment. Family realignment happened, what, five years ago now? I know. Five years in, in October. Um, where Can you believe that? Mr. Berry decided, no more, I'm out of here, and went. In the space of a week. I don't love you anymore, was gone the next weekend. <laughs> mm. Packed his life up in six green garbage bags. Mm-hmm. But then... We didn't seek revenge because we have no we have no time for that. No. We we embarked on a improved Kim. So after Kim like took the shackles off her feet so she yes. could dance again, we now got Kim two point zero, which is by far a more funner person oh than my Kim zero point one. Why is that? Lots of alcohol. <laughs> no, and lots of self growth. Self growth. Um. 
Lots of fuck off. Yeah. Lots of no. This is not acceptable. And a lot of realising how much I'd sort of been sacrificing in that past 20 years, which was not okay. Like, it should have actually been a point where, you know, I was cutting things back and and sacrificing things and your partner should have actually been stepping up going, no, that's important to you. You need to keep that. Whereas I just... You just had a fifth child. Yeah. And, and so, we absolutely know, wish no malice. We well, no. And I actually wanted to I wanted to talk about this today and I forgot to put it on a post-it. We had the family gathering for Grover's 12th birthday on Sunday. Yes. And so the Wasbund's youngest son. That's our, my youngest. And so everyone was there. All my, um, the Wasbund's family, who I'm still incredibly close to, and basically almost talked to my mother-in-law and my father-in-law every day because Oscar speaks to them about four times a day. And they're awesome. So they're awesome. And... Um, and it was the second family gathering in about a month. We'd had one for my father-in-law's birthday a couple of weeks ago. And something has shifted again. So the husband and I have always um, been civil and gotten on and we haven't been, there hasn't been acrimony and there hasn't been, you know, we can't be in the same very We can't be in the same room or anything like that. But these last two visits... We just had these lovely interactions and chats where I actually walked away from it going, I remember now why I loved you. Yeah. I remember why I fell in love with you. Yeah. And it's like, it's so nice. Is there any chance that you're going to get back together? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we, no, we, love his, we love his partner. She's just gorgeous. And it's so nice to come back to that space. Yeah. Yeah. To go, our relationship and our marriage was what it was. And I actually like to think of it in terms of it just wore out. We wore out. Yep. We, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And, you know, but to, to sort of be able to have everyone together in my house and to stand in the kitchen and, and just have a chat with him about stuff and laugh and, and it not be about the kids or anything, yeah. like actually just talk about stuff. It was just like, oh, my God. It's grown up. And I've got to tell you, I know it's, there's a lot of you listening out there who are far from that place right yeah. now. Because yeah. I, is absolutely the exception, not the rule. Yeah. And I think you're both very mature and lucky that you've been able yeah. to do that. And I think, you know, there are it, exactly what you just said. Like it, every single, it's like every birth and every baby and every marriage and every breakup is its own being. Yep. And you can you can take little bits from other people's experiences and try and apply them. Or but your you can, story is always going to be your story is your completely own. valid and completely okay. Um, so on my birthday, which was last Saturday, we went out, didn't we? We had a beautiful geez. lunch. Where oh, was, was it? Nice. Where was it? The boat. The boat house, house at Shelley Beach. Shed. Oh, something like that. At Shelley Beach. And it was just... Oh, it was so I much got home and I was just like, we need to go there. And we need to go there often because it was just this gorgeous space and just food was beautiful. Hot waiters. Hot waiters. I mean, that's all I ask for these days. Give me a bit of eye candy. <laughs> well, but, we know about your... We know about you and your... God, I'm just... You know, if you've listening I'm, for a while, you'll know how I'm like, you're a very handsome man, aren't you? Inappropriate. Inappropriate. But um, we had a little bit of day drinking. It wasn't too bad, just a little bit, but enough for me to come home and I was full of love and I was full of happiness and I sent my mum and dad, who've been divorced since I was eight, a message saying, thank you so much for having sexy time 46 years ago. (laughs) I really am so grateful that you did that because I went on to write an article. Do you know the chances of being born as zero? I know. I know. 
when you because I've got Oscar, my eldest, with a dodgy chromosome. As soon as you have a kid with a dodgy chromosome, you learn about how insane it is that you're born. All of us get around vaguely normal, like well, and, not normal, and it isn't but the, the not, two Panadols you know, and Piper talking now, but. Also, the fact that we were born in a relative, like, you know, a wealthy country, you know, mm. and, and our problems really aren't that big. And I'm not saying no. that they're insignificant, but, you know, the fact that you were born, the fact that you were born alive, the fact that you, yeah. you know, are healthy, you know, wealthy. Yep. You know, not as much as we'd like to be, but I'm sure Poise, <laughs> oh, no. Poise is working on that. <laughs> we are so, you know, we are so rich and privileged compared to so many people but i mean i even did some research like the fact that your mum met your dad yeah the fact that they had sex that day the fact that like that one sperm met that one egg yeah it is it is the most improbable thing of ever to be born yeah so that's why i decided a couple of years ago after i'd lost a few friends around my age far too young that you've got to celebrate your birthday yeah because it's actually a fucking miracle. Yeah. And plus presents. <laughs> like, what did you do to me? Nothing. You told me no presents. You never listen to that. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't. I actually don't need um, anything. I no. do need. I did need a huge Hugh Evans uh, landscape. Yeah. <laughs> but I got that. <laughs> I know. We turned up at like, and I just felt so terrible. Hey, can we just rehash another experience from last week yeah. that even remarkably ended up being overshadowed by everything else. Yeah. I hit the Turks last week harder than I have hit the Turks probably since my university days. Yes, and if you remember, if you are on the Facebook page, <laughs> I was panicking because we were filming with Georgie Gardner on, the Tuesday. on Tuesday morning and she's like live streaming on her all-consuming Instagram. Oh, I'm going to have a scotch now. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm in bed. It's not a clock. Go home. <laughs> Don't you dare embarrass me, Kim. Don't you dare embarrass me. This is really important for us. (laughs) You are not taking this seriously. This is our big break. (laughs) You're out drunk. I was. I was hammered. We went to a, we got invited, I got invited to a a gin launch for. Can we swap jobs? Bombay Sapphire. Can you be a trophy wife and can I be you? Bombay Sapphire were doing a a limited edition English Rose Garden or something. Um, That's excellent, isn't it? I'm sure they're glad they invited me. Um, (laughs) Isn't that the gin rosé? No, that's the different people are doing the gin. That's the squealing pig are doing the gin rosé. Anyway. Um, so we went and Rob and I sort of turned up and we were both frazzled and just a bit cranky and there's lots of influences. And we had one of the martinis. And seriously, that one martini, we both looked at each other and went, that's actually pretty nice. And I went, oh, let's, uh, do you want another one? It's like, yeah, okay. And then Rob came back with the second round and he looked at me and he goes, you know what's in this martini? And I said, what? And he goes, two shots of gin and a twist of orange rind. And I'm like, that ain't no martini. As Wait, down it went. Have we spoken about this before on the podcast? No. Okay. I think we talked about it, uh, when did I see you last week? Oh, on the Tuesday. Of course. Anyway, the night went on. We went to a couple of different bars, including a little uh, tequila mezcal hole in the wall. Only has license for 20 people. There's no seats. You What's just it stand called? Up. Give him a plug. Uh, o Cantina. Oh, how original. O Cantina. My Cantina or something. Anyway, that was, I basically had the best margarita I've ever had in my life. And then he gave me this little shot of this, this, 
a spirit that is made from the root of the agave plant, not the top, and you drink that. And he got, and he was talking about the whole thing. He was actually Mexican, which was like, wow, you're an actual Mexican. That was nice, wasn't it? That was about six gins talking. So you're actually from Mexico? Yes. Whereabouts? As if I... As if you know, like, name me six Mexican towns. <laughs> I don't even know what side of the continent it's on. <laughs> It's, it's below the, America. It's below America. It's on the left-hand yeah. side, isn't it, if you're looking at the map? If you just go to San Diego and keep driving down. Right. I've been there. I've been to the Mexican border. I went with Eden. We went to see all the machine guns. It was quite scary. Was it? Mm. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Good on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cantina okay. Cantina okay. And it's down this little laneway just off Plant Street. Anyway, it was awesome. We did that. And then we... And there's all, all the time me pinging her going, Get And then she's bed. just going, I'm in bed! Go to bed. <laughs> God, it was fun. Oh, you know, and that's the thing now. I have fun now. I never used to have fun. You because did I didn't. I couldn't. And I just... I and felt you guilty also, about it. You were also chronically depressed at some oh, point. Well, yeah. That was really the better part of the 2000 20, 20, 20, to about 20. 2012 really wasn't fun times. Anyway, fun times. So yeah, that happy was days. Um, happy days. And then I and then I hit it hard again on Wednesday. Oh, Jesus. And then by Friday I was just hysterical in terms of just tiredness and just like it wasn't pretty. Enough. One of the things we talked to Georgie about was that bone tiredness that yeah. you get. It was just and like today I had a full day on the tiles and when I say that I'm not on the turps, I'm on the the, the iMac. Right oh right, out. yes. And I couldn't get hot, warm. I was freezing. Oh. And about 3.30, I just jumped into bed and curled up under the dunas because my whole life has now revolved around Love Island, UK. <laughs> there it is. She said it. Halfway to solving a problem is recognising that you have one. I have a problem with Love Island, UK. It's a show from, well, it's there from the UK, but it's shot in Spain. And it's just... The worst, best show you'd ever watch. Shut up. You're always talking about highbrow documentaries that you watch. <laughs> and I just want to know that Curtis and Amy have split up. And I was so upset by that today. <laughs> Who are they? Are they all like 21? They're all influencers from the UK. They're all gorgeous. And they all just pash each other. It's absolutely ridiculous. But it's a phenomenon. And it's not one that I would have blurted out without two panadols and a piper, please. Um, yeah, so that was that. Uh, can I just say I got my magazine to bed officially gone off to the printers What's today. What's the name of your magazine for anyone out there wanting to order it? Well, no, it's an industry magazine. What's it called? Is it something really creative? Yeah. Food and drink business. <laughs> what do we cover? Food and drink business. <laughs> that is what it's called. It's a, it's a business to business publication. What's the most bizarre thing you've written about? Uh, just some of the equipment stuff. And so, and a lot of the, and uh, some of the equipment things, uh, and we had one uh, company submit something for our equipment section and, and I sort of pinged him back and said, I really just sort of need a bit more, like, and have you got some pictures, maybe some more high res pictures and subtext, not on a pallet on the floor in a factory. Um, and he came back and was like, well, as you know, Kim, blah, blah, blah. I just went, I have no idea. No, I have no idea. That's why I emailed you. I got asked um, to um, pitch for a well-known website this week. Send us your pitch. We're a bit light on send us your pitch. And I wrote back, 
Why don't boys realise they stink so much? And I haven't heard back from them yet. (laughs) I don't think it's not that they don't realise. I think they just don't care. Oh, I can't reveal my article because I've written it already in my head. Uh, so I've just got to make sure that they understand my very thorough pitching. <laughs> You're off to Adelaide. I am off to Adelaide on Friday night for Becky's 50th. Becky is? Rob's wife. Rob is? My boyfriend. And that all makes sense because? We are all adults. That's about it. So we're heading down. But Becky and Rob are no longer romantically... No. Connected. Connected. So still married. Becky lives with her partner, Simon, who would be just horrified to know that he was being mentioned on this program. And... uh, Program? (laughs) Program! Officially a program. No, uh, no tickets on us then. Yeah, and uh, oh, actually, we've been getting a lot of. But oh, um, I hope when you're famous, you'll still speak to us. Oh, and I said I will. Kim won't. Oh, you lie. I, I am off the people for she, the people. Oh, she won't. Talking. She's like, she shit. will only have white M and M's now when we go into <laughs> an Uber together. <laughs> like tonight when the when I was getting the Uber from the station and it said you know such and such is is known for his good conversation and I'm like shut it down <laughs> not interested oh because you so no desire so to talk to the Uber driver important now Kim so important you? now yeah, that you've got yeah. the number four comedy podcast in number the, four the was that on the world list yeah are you serious oh maybe not no I don't think so but I told my mum it was I don't think Hamish and Andy were on uh, like number whatever they were but we were above Oprah Yes. On the iTunes. And above, my dad wrote a porno. I know. Oh, my God. Who are oh, we? Oh, now, do you remember the other week I was talking to you about, um, oh, look, I've just started to go down a rabbit hole and now I can't actually remember the name of it anyway. I was mentioning. It's called Menopause of Brain Fog. I was mentioning a podcast oh God, that go. Rob listens to. Um, with the music, the music about the, oh, you know. fuck, really? And analysing music. And then someone on the Facebook page said, what was the podcast you were talking about? And I thought they were talking about the tech oh. ones that I talked about the week before. About podcast is talking Recode, about Decode. podcasting. Is I know, this is almost thing. as bad as talking about dreams. But, um, no, we're anyway, not going there. Anyway, it's called Switched On Pop. Okay? If anyone's interested in music podcasts is switched on pop and they analyze songs and albums and stuff and they're very interesting and entertaining not that i listen to them but i have that on authority from people who like that sort of shit we're going to take a quick break a quick break yes we are because we've been 30 minutes uh when we come back we're going to talk about imagine if they did real women in marketing we're going to talk about two crackers called oh okay i'll just no 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 shut up uh, we're going to talk about Molly Spoon update and get to your reader's question. So we'll see you after our traditional long and tandem, young and lovely. The girl from Impanema goes walking and when she blah, blah, cha, 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 we go, ah. And we're back. We have new batteries. We have new batteries and I hope you enjoyed that ad break. Well, yeah. 
that was not fulfilled by anyone. <laughs> Although, did you see that our blog hosting platform, Wooshka... I'm sure this would be interesting for everyone. Uh, ...will now let us put... There's now some campaign where you can do ad campaigns. You can so put ads in. We are going to be putting I, ads in here. Yeah, but I can't actually work out how to do no, it. No, so, no, no. <laughs> um, but, but there may just occasionally randomly appear ads soon, and you're all just going to have to suck it up because and, that's paying for our Piper Heitzig. And not only suck it up... But enjoy them. Now, <laughs> I did notice when I went in and had a little, like, you know, smooch, sniff around in the in the bit, like on the on the podcasting platform where you can do this advertising campaign business. You can choose what sort of segment you are. Also, you can write smelly vagina and that so, will like pop no, up. No, it gives you like women's health or health or comedy or like sport or ranting. Or, and so I'm just like, oh God, imagine if we put in something for like gardening and then just there's all these ads for like well, the Australian power. Christian lobby. Oh Jesus. No, literally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've talked a lot about my work tonight, which was not intentional. But do you know, there's a couple of things that this week have made me realise that I am now well and truly, like, settled in. One, the um, production manager uh, emailed me a snarky email about (gasps) why the magazine was running late. Awesome! And he apparently, like, he doesn't actually work in the office. He's, like, he's a, he lives up on, like, the Sunshine Coast or something. Yeah. Because he had a tree change. What's his name, Graham? (laughs) No, I am not telling you his name. Fuck you. And he went, no. She's been busy getting drunk, for God's sake. And I was just like, I'm a real girl. Like, I've got, I've had the snarky email. Well, I'm still, I I, I go to Gomi occasionally to go to the podcast page to see whether we're, we're still not relevant. We need to get some snark and we've had no bad reviews. Uh, On where? Gomi, you know that dreadful site that the trolls go on and they write about oh the God, is that still a thing? Yeah, well, I've been going to the podcast page. <laughs> We're not even on there. On there. Yeah, and I haven't oh. had one snarky review. Well, what's, that's just try harder, listeners. I know. Um, right. We need so some haters because haters drives the traffic. No, no, don't say that. No, because we, it, it's fun. Oh, it's not fun. It makes me makes my tummy good. But you just said that you loved getting a nasty email from your... Well, you. Well, that was, it wasn't nasty. It was like... Snarky. Yeah. And the other thing that I've had in the last week is two phone calls from complete crackerjacks. One of them rang me today to ask me about um, if I could give him some contacts for where he could buy a food truck. As in, like, you know, to drive around and be outside pubs at 3 a.m. selling tacos. You know, like a food truck. Okay. And I'm like... I didn't know you were in vehicle. <laughs> I know. Just I just was like, oh, dude, it's not the right... Anyway, and then this other guy rang me last week and just to have a big chat about, I don't know, one of the companies that we covered that we said was Australian, he actually looked into them and discovered that their parent company was actually based in New Zealand. I wish I had that sort of time. Can you imagine having that sort of time? I wish I had that sort of time. And then he went off on some other tangent. I was like, and I was literally on the phone going, oh my God, it's my first crazy. This is awesome. Speaking of marketing, I am, as you know, a loyal customer to Country Road. And they send out once a week an email. And they've started this new thing called Live With Us because they're trying to make us live a better life. Um, Up on the blog today, which is wordswell.com.au, 
no, wombsworld.com. I answered the question they've asked a German model who lives in Ibiza. Ibiza. Uh, Ibiza. Why is it called Ibiza? I think it's pronounced Ibiza. Anyway, Spain. And um, so they asked her a lot of questions about, you know, her life. And I was reading this and I'm going, this is the most irrelevant thing to me, who is a core customer, Mm. only because of Judy. You know Judy. Yes. Judy who works there. Love her. Um, So I wrote an article sort of saying my answers to the question as a core customer. Why do you think that... Companies are being so irrelevant with their marketing right now. It's all about aspiration. Inspirational living. It's about being better. Aspirational. Like it's about you see her living her best life in a Ibiza, wearing tonal clothing. Beautiful, beautiful children, gorgeous husband. Lots of high-waisted bikinis. Yeah, and, and but why are they selling that? To me, because I would have thought that those young model mums are into those fast fashions, boho. Um, and so I've, I've put it to Country Road that they feature me in the next article. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, because um, imagine if they did real women. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You know, there was that whole thing, and it still happens. And I have to admit, I'm disclosing now that I have done a Nappy Sand commercial. Um, you guys need to hunt that down because it's gold. Grass stains. <laughs> Grass stains. That's easy. Um, <laughs> but you know, and I think one of the one of the great it was things. Such a career highlight. I know it was because it was downhill from there. But one of the things I think is starting to turn is that people like Nikki Parkinson, who's yes. brought out her own label, yes. she's using real women in her campaign. Yes, this is true. Um, Women of different ages, different sizes, and but that shouldn't be newsworthy. Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's like, oh, you know, plus size model, like in sportscraft, it should just be model in sportscraft. Okay. Yeah. Bored? Right. Yeah, I'm bored now. <laughs> right. Readers' questions. Kelly says, "How did the travel sickness glasses go?" Oh. <laughs> Okay, just quick, quick background for the newcomers, quick. So uh, I have been suffering from really bad bus, like travel sickness on the bus at night. And as soon as I said that, basically everyone in the flushes started getting uh, like the advertising on Facebook for these travel and sickness nausea. glasses, which I brought with me, but I don't know where I've put them. Uh, so I've only worn them for about 30 seconds on the bus because it's just ludicrous. And you're about to be arrested. Yeah. So I haven't really given them a go. Uh, Mrs. Wood is looking glam lately. She so is. She's looking great. Really? Yeah. Oh, you really are. Why? I don't know. But you really are. You've got good colour. You uh, Maybe it's yeah, the hair. Like the hair sort of is quite zhuzhy. Thanks, mate. Yeah. And whoever said that, that's very kind. Uh, that was Julia. Thanks, Julia. Your check's in the No, mind. that's not Julia. It was Kelly. Right. You know why? I think because I double dosed on the bronzer. Oh, you did go hard on the bronzer. I went hard on the bronzer that last in the last few media appearances, and I was a bit worried I was going to be Trump esque. I know it came off. Well, I, I thought it was alright. The punters loved it. Yeah. Uh, Julia, fill in all the listeners in on the relationship between you and Kate and where it all started. Uh, we met at uni. A hundred years ago. 1992. And then we lost contact. And she was frightened of me. And I was scared of her because she would do things like play the pokies and just be loud and confident. 
and uh, and then we met up again at a blogging conference in like ten years know, ago. Yeah, ten years ago, and. And then we've just been friends ever since. And we went and then, through, like, some deaths, births and marriages and mm, all of that stuff. Yep. That makes it and good, then the good we, stuff. And then um, we heard about the podcasting thing and Woogs was approached by Rob Lowenthal, who is the head of Wooshka, to do, like, a women's sort of podcast. And, and I couldn't said, do that on my own. And she said, come and do it with me. And I went, okay. And that's, well, that's that. Okay, Kelly says, when is Kim's New York trip? What does she intend to do and eat? Kelly, uh, I'm going... <laughs> She's going to basically Pac-Man her way through Manhattan. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so Rob and I have a running list of places that we either that we want to go to or that we've been told we have to go to. And that list is currently running at us going out every night for about six months. <laughs> so I'm probably going to pack on about 50 kilos um, we're spending a week in Manhattan. We're staying in the Jane Hotel, which is just down near the High Line. Fun. And it's near uh, uh, the Meatpacking District. Yes. Nice. And uh, it was actually the hotel where all the survivors of the Titanic stayed. So we like that. And then we're How spending. Morbid. And then we're spending a week in. Oh, the survivors of the Titanic. Yes. Okay. Well, that's uh, uplifting. <laughs> and then we're spending a week in an um, Airbnb in. Um, uh, uh, Brooklyn. Can I just press pause on you for one second? Yes. I want to give a ship uh, a ship short shout out to <gasps> yes. one of our flushes called Jodie Evans. Now she's just put something up on her hot flush Facebook page. If you're not there, you're missing out on the good stuff. Now she runs a little something called Crackenback Farm Restaurant and Guest House. Oh, she so at she's, Chindabine. She's the one that wants us to go down and yeah, do, and do we, it. Well, yeah, we're going to do that. I know. And so much fun. She has staying with her Lindy, who is another hot flusher. Oh, this makes me so happy. So Jody and Lindy, we hope you're having a good night together. You both look awesome. Like we need to be down there. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. You imagine the four of us on the turps. How many places, oh Jody? God. How many rooms do you have? Let's do that. Okay, keep going. Uh, okay, and the other thing we're doing in New York is we're having loud sex because we can't have loud sex anymore because there's four tri- four children and a mother living in our house. Well, you know, my mind immediately goes to uh, Law and Order SVU. What? Because I'm obsessed with that as well. And what, someone murders? Uh, like perps and rapists and... Because people will call it in. Oh, Oh, that's interesting. I've got to stop watching television. Uh, you really, yeah, you really do. Oh, Liz, Liz talks about the whole she can't be fucked dyeing her hair anymore, but she doesn't look want to look like she just got off a broom. And I don't like so you know obviously I scalp bleach mine and and then put colours in it like as in not you know normal colours and as in pink and blue and green and. So I am all, I'm a big advocate for that, but I appreciate I that is not for everyone. No, no, everyone. And, and I think the thing about this is that you need to get a good hairdresser to manage the transition. Yes. This is the new thing. There yes. are grey specialists because I think women with a beautiful head of grey hair can look so yes. fucking and gorgeous. And a friend of mine in um, the US, she did that and she found a really good hairdresser and she did a gradual transition. Yeah. It was like, seriously, it was like a year-long process of like colours like, going and, down. And who like, gives a shit? Maybe like, it was even longer than that. Like, it doesn't matter. If you're happy with the way you look, that's fine. But I know that with my greys, and I'm going to do it, like, not just yet, but eventually, my mum has really cool funky grey hair. She does have funky grey hair. Um, But you need to get a hairdresser to help you sort of... Yeah. 
introduce it. Um, Yarl asks, uh, how's the new housing arrangement since the surprise return of number two? That's Felix, the one that came back from uni. It is absolutely delightful. And uh, part of Felix's return was he lost the downstairs bedroom that is now Oscar's. Although Oscar did claim it basically before Felix and I had driven out the driveway back to uni the last time he went. So Felix is in the spare room upstairs, which we reset up as well. We had Oscar up there and Felix downstairs. And then anyway, so it's actually all uh, fine. She's and getting lovely. The, the board now hand from me. Yeah. Uh, Viv, Viv tells us about grey nasal hairs. This is new for me. I, I, I'm not a big nasal hair person, so I haven't noticed for me, but it would be just as horrifying. My eyebrow grey hairs are now at a stage where I'm going to not be able to pluck them because I'm going to be bald. Okay. Uh, <laughs> got an eyebrow pencil, you dickhead. Yeah, I use an eyebrow pencil, but white hairs, and we talk, someone else talks about this too. And they're wiry little buggers They're as wiry. Well. They're a different thickness. They're coarser. And they're stiffer. And they stand out. And they stand out. So the eyebrow brush, brush is all okay, well and you good. Okay, but... you need to go and get yourself something called the Maybelline Tattoo. You paint it on, you wait 10 minutes and you peel it off. And you oh. can do it every couple of days. Oh. If it's worrying you that much, Maybelline Tattoo Brow. Oh, thank you. It's like you were just channeling Jack. Not sponsored. Uh, Karen says, why do I feel like I've literally aged 15 years in the last three months? Because you're tired. It's, you're just tired, dude. You're tired. We're coming into winter. You're eating all the carbs. Yeah. You're not wanting to exercise because it's cold. Yeah. Um, and just fucking go with it. Yeah. Just be tired. I mean, you it's not what? good. I've Karen, having... lie down. <laughs> That's what I... Just lie down. Just have a week, a month. I don't... Just where you go to bed at 8 o'clock every night. Yeah, it's the best. Hot shower, into bed. Into bed. It's my favourite thing. I've actually been doing that quite a lot because I've just been finding it I just have been finding it one of our one of our sick. flushes has had sent something else um, on the page today saying that she's waking up with anxiety in this overwhelming yes. field of doom. Um, and I was thinking about that today. What you need to do is open the blinds before you go to bed, so you wake up with the sun. Yeah. And as soon as you get up, I have um, a barocca. Do you? Yeah. I have a barocca. I wait for a bit. I have a coffee. Yeah. Which is is probably not great, but anyway, it works for me. And then I put on the radio. Because the more time you lie in bed, spending time or in, just your in your head, head, the worse it's going to be. So the, the thing is, you've got to get up and get moving. That's that's really good. I'm not going to do that tomorrow, though. Uh, so, someone asked about how Oscar is going. So for newbies, Oscar's my eldest. He has a disability. There's been an ongoing saga this year with a lack of NDIS funding covering his transition to work. Um, he works three days a week or three afternoon shifts a week at Bunnings. But the agency... The transition to work agency and Bunnings are now working together. Him getting a job and no Bunnings to you. He's yeah, like yeah. You need to just go back and listen to previous. <laughs> I'm not going over. I'm not rehashing that. I don't have the emotional fortitude for it. Um. Anyway, they're now just working together to get him up to speed to be able to get go for a job, and maybe that will be at Bunnings. They have not dismissed that or written it off. So that's where he's doing. Also tonight, he got lost walking to my workplace. Uh, that he has been to before. And in the end, I don't think he was actually real. Oh, my God. We're seven people off 100,000 listens of The Hot Flush. Seven. But they're not going to listen to this. I know. Though. But it'll be exciting for them to realise that, you know, were we were recording. Yeah. Right? <laughs> anyway, he decided tonight not to call me when he overshot my, where I, you know, my workplace. But to just hook up with this 
adorable petite woman with a shaggy bob and metal frame glasses. Was she one of us? Covered in ta- no, covered in tats. <laughs> um, sort of scruffy blue workman's overalls on, and just wander around Surrey Hills. Going, my mum mum works over here. My mum works over here. My mum works over here. Anyway, so Oscar is absolutely fine. He's currently out there watching State of Origin with Mr. Woog, who he just loves. He calls him man. He calls him man. And dog. Yes, man and dog. Or Woog's man. Because Rob is mum's boy. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's creepy. Um, uh, Lucille has asked uh, about Isabel Barbara. Isabel Barbara was named after uh, one of the women who came on my first uh, Woog's World Women's Retreat. Well, you know what I'm like, man. Uh, so we did it, uh, I think it was seven years ago, and this absolute firecracker of a woman called Barbara flew in from Singapore to meet us, and I absolutely just loved her from the get-go. Right. Barbara, and her husband's name is Desmond, <gasps> and they're younger than us. Really? Yeah. Desmond? Yes. Wow. Barbara and Des. My boys, to my two youngest boys both have friends called Donald. What the fuck? Jack's middle name is Donald. Yeah, that's perfectly acceptable. It's family name, middle name. Perfect. First name. First name. These two boys. Like, so they're 13 and 12, and I've they're got called an Donald. Donald. So do I. And my grandfather was Donald. I've got an Uncle Don and an Uncle Ron. And we've got lots of Ferguses. Yeah, I like Fergus. Yeah, Fergus is a good name. Felix was almost a Fergus. Uh, anyway, so I loved, loved, loved this lady. So her daughter's name was Isabel. So she was called Isabel Barbara after my friend Bob from Singapore. Oh, that's a great story. Thank you. Our glorious flusher, Donna. Is hashtag, she back? Hashtag the favourite. Is she back? Yeah, she's back. Oh, actually, I don't know. Are you back? She might be back. She's been swanning only... around Peru. The only reason she's the favourite is she does these really funny recaps. of the But she's also awesome. She has funny and has awesome responses and worries about us when we're down and, you know, anyway, um, as you all do. I'm not picking favourites, truly. Okay, Donna says one. Age-appropriate dress. Discuss. Doesn't exist. No. No, I don't believe in it. No. Wear whatever the fuck you want. What did I buy today, Mrs. Woog? A pair of Doc Martens. Doc Martens. Not only Doc Martens, platform Doc Martens that have ribbons as laces. And what am I wearing tonight? You're wearing, like, thigh, uh, uh, shin-height um, uggies. Oh, I'm wearing what I wore to bed last night. I'm so proud of you. I know. It just was one of those days. I'm quite impressed. You've, you've got a bra on. There, no, no, you? no. I changed the undershirt, and you know, like the cotton layer next to your body and mm. the mohair knit. Shut yeah. up. <clears throat> okay. Can you not do that? <laughs> uh, are you going to leave us now? We're celebrities. Of course we are. <laughs> just get over it. <laughs> I won't because I am a woman of the people. I've told you that. Yes. Uh, uh, how do we get such a tan as Mrs. Woog? Oh, oh okay. What you have to do, Janice, you you're wicked. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what you do. You go to Priceline. Look at me with the. I've got to get a Priceline gig. It's called Thin Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. It was a, uh, it's a bronzing powder that has no sparkle in it, and you build it up gradually. And the reason why I call it Thin Lizzie is because it's a New Zealand product. Oh God, Thin Lizzie. Um, when are you going to try your luck in Hollywood? Oh, look. Hey, can I tell you a funny story about that? My friend Joe, who lives in Miami and is a one percenter, like 
one of those people, like uber rich, um, he is writing a screenplay and I am so riding on his coattails. I'm going to get to Hollywood if it fucking kills me. Oh, it's a dreadful place. Well, I just want to go and work on a film. Like, I don't actually need to... rapists. Oh, okay, Donald Trump. Shut up. I just look like him. I'm not acting like him. I didn't think it's because I'm orange. Oh, well, Mexicans are rapists. Um, uh, okay, Belinda also says random black boob hairs. What the actual fact? I've had those since I was a teenager, yeah, Belinda. God. I mean, this is old news. Yeah. We're going over old topics. You just pluck them, eventually they die. No, they don't. Mine no, are mine just, do. Really? I have just so many. That was where mine was. And what? Has it, does it never come back? Never comes back. Oh, well, mine, mine come back. I, I pluck religiously, but they come back. I said to, I said something Thank to you, bitch. I said something yeah. I said something to them about uh, I said something about them to Rob once and he goes I know I think they're adorable oh my god he's <laughs> such a liar now Amber and Jill oh there's two Ambers Amber uh, there's two Ambers and a Jill and a Louise um, uh, all talking about the the struggle to remember to take their tablets oh god <laughs> ladies I hear you sister. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I probably double dose all the time, so I'm walking into do you know what I, I don't do? even realise. Do you know what I do in the morning? Because I just have to take my thyroid medicine in the morning and my evening primrose. But because I'm just so standing you on there, no antidepressants whatsoever. Yeah, no, I bet I take them all at night. Okay. And so, is it better to take them at night or in the morning? I take all mine at night because some of them have a bit of a sedative effect, and it just. But like with your recent intake of alcohol. Oh God, I know, terrible. <laughs> Between my pancreas not working, my Hashimoto's, you know, thyroid not working, and my head not working, the amount of alcohol I consume, and so my liver function is terrible because I take lithium, and that's terrible for your liver, liver function, and so it's just like, ah, uh, so I am actually despite just. Hoovering down some champagne tonight. After last week's effort, I did have a bit of a long, hard look at myself Good. and have gone, come on. Oh, mate, no, you need I, to. I will never, ever, ever. Like, I do love a drink. But yes. I just, that's the sort of thing that I worry about is that, like, Mrs. Wu found dead 46. <laughs> mixing pills and booze. But mind well, you, I take, like, a Panadol and, like, yeah, an antidepressant. And you have chops. And, like, on my, and you're out like, like you know, when I had a gin and tonic the other day, one, I was like, I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> But I'll do things like in the morning when I'm taking my thyroxin and evening primrose oil that I just automatically start to un start packing the others. No, unpack the others. So I'll have my lithium in my hand and then I'll suddenly go, What about, what are you doing? Like So You need to get one of those blister packs. No, so well you can either get the chemist to create your blister pack for you, which is just terrible. No, we're or, too young for that. As Louise does, you get an old you get one of those old people's pill dispensers. Yeah. They're perfect. Because then you just sit down at the beginning of the week. I can't believe this is what it's come to. Can this we is, move on? This like, is what it's come to, dear listeners. We're new, talking about pill dispensers. New people. Honestly, we're normally a lot more intelligent than this. Oh, my God. No, we're not. So, Michelle said, what happened to your two-week break? We got famous, Michelle. <laughs> Once you hit the big time, Mate. you've got you to deliver. You've got to hey, keep the listeners happy. Hey, when the sun shines. Uh, First rule of business. Harriet says, dry July. What the fuck was I thinking? Well, I think you know what we're thinking, yeah, then, Harriet. Mm, Harriet. Very stupid idea. Tanya, <laughs> uh, Vanity Fair, Coast of Utopia. Have you ladies read it? I'd love to hear your thoughts. I have not read it, oh, but you I have. have. a lot to say about this, but we're actually going to save this for the next podcast because I really want to do a deep dive into this with you. Oh, okay, because that would be great because I'd like to... Yeah, um, it's so fascinating. Okay, good. Let's... Let's make a note of that. Write that down and put it somewhere, like, so we don't forget. 
Um, or maybe one of you can remind us next week. It's called Thanks. the Murphers. The Murphers. Jesus. Okay. Uh, hypnosis. I have a friend, actually my birth father. You know we can't do all of them, don't you? I know. I have a, my birth father did hypnosis to quit smoking and it was really effective. But then he became a pyromaniac. My birth father? Yeah. It was a joke. Oh. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just didn't even know what you were doing. Donna goes on about on some tirade about the, the self-serving um, checkout. I don't and I'm like, them. And I'm like, Donna, like, you can go and talk to Rob because he literally stands there yelling at them like, no, I don't like them. an insane old man. I think I must have written 10 articles about why they <laughs> send me so stressed. <gasps> Anything item in the bagging area. Oh, look. Oh, Jackie's Jackie's whinging about how much the movies cost. Yep, you're our listenership right Jesus there. Jesus Christ, what a um, rot. It's such a rot. Uh, oh, my it, God. Caroline, our... our you're speaking over me a lot today. I am. I am. I'm sorry. Someone's actually commented about that in the past, too. You it's, know that. Yeah, you get, you get your fair share of... Kim talks over you <laughs> just as much as I get my fair share of... Mrs. Luke talks over you. <laughs> you can all just... We listen to you and we appreciate your and feedback. And we love all of the constructive criticism. Yeah, and we do actually try. Even though we get a bit snarky about it sometimes, we then do actually try to Because then we go to do... um, a counsellor afterwards and yeah. we work out those things. Car- so what were you going to say before that? I can't remember. No. Uh, so, <laughs> so one of our beautiful flushes in Newcastle, Caroline, had the exhibition and it opened... So that's very exciting. She put a thing up about that on the Facebook page the other day. Oh, Donna, you're talking about anxiety in, te- in teens. We don't have time to talk about that today, but maybe we put, we'll put that, that on, on the, the list for next time. We'll put that on the list because I had a very – we had – Rob and I had – We've both got experience in this. We both have experience, and Rob and I had uh, – we actually had date night last night because tonight was state of origin, so the husband had to work um, with some friends who have a teenage son – and I, I actually ended up getting really blunt with them. And I was, I, you know, I've been worried about it ever since, but they've since contacted me and said, no, no, we actually needed you to. Sometimes that needs to happen, mate. Uh, it was just, it's been going on for like four yeah, years. Absolutely. And eventually I just went, you have a clinically depressed son. Yeah. And if you do not get help for him now, stop worrying about what he's doing and whether he's going to school and actually yeah. look after his, like I was that's, quite. That's. Yeah, going to school is the least important. The least important thing. Anyway, right. Um, oh, seven off. Okay, I think we might. Oh, oh, okay. I think what we're going to do. <laughs> oh, we're at a hundred thousand. Quilly, film it. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hang on. Sorry about screening in the thing. Yeah. We've just been refreshing our um our Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god Thank you so much. We really wanted to be together podcasting <laughs> when we hit a hundred thousand downloads and we just did Oh my god, you guys. Oh my god, it's it's not us, it's them. Guys, oh, we're going to finish with the tear. I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of your love and support and this silly little podcast that we honestly do out of a a tiny little studio with a handheld thing. We don't have a sting. We don't have an intro. We don't have a marketing department. We don't have jack shit. But what we do have is we have you. And we are so bloody <laughs> thankful. And Kim, is there anything you'd like to say? I just... Uh, 
I love this so much. I love every week that I get to see Woogs and we build each other back up, particularly when we've had rough weeks and we just, we often sit, by the time we see each other, we're both often quite... (sighs) And it's just a really great place for us to decompress, but knowing that you are there. Then seeing that community start on our Facebook page, seeing the community grow on Instagram and who follow us and... It is so important to me and to Woogs to the best. make sure that women know that they are not alone, that women have a community around them, whether it's their na- whether it's in their physical realm or if it's on an internet realm. And the fact that we know so many of you have gone to have medical checks or gone to look after yourself or changed a behaviour or sought out fun and or comfort or guidance because of something we've said holy smokes it's just pretty bloody awesome so we love you all to the ends of the earth and back and man you did it not you and i didn't do it thank you listen to us a hundred thousand times thank you so much a hundred thousand times we're gonna go now and as we like to say Just keep plucking. And plucking and And plucking. plucking. Love you guys. Love you.